Welcome to the Bread of Life. I'm Joel Van Hoogen, the Director of Church Partnership Evangelism and the Bible Teacher at the Bread of Life Fellowship in Boise, Idaho. To learn about our work to make Christ known among the nations, go to traincpe.org. Or to discover more about our radio ministry and our fellowship in Boise, go to breadoflifeboise.org. Have you ever wondered how you would have felt or anyone would feel being present in the place where the Lord Jesus was teaching on a hillside or healing the sick before your eyes? In John chapter 3, Jesus has been teaching in Jerusalem and performing miracles. Nicodemus comes to Christ at night. This great teacher of the Sanhedrin's heart has been stirred, and Jesus knows exactly how it's being stirred. He knows what the Holy Spirit is doing when a person is brought before him in his truth. The Holy Spirit gives regenerate life. I am the focal point by faith through which that life comes to all and through which now the Holy Spirit will dispense that life going forward. And here's what the Holy Spirit is doing right now in this moment. In this historical moment as I come and speak before people, you saw me in Jerusalem, you witnessed the miracles I performed, you heard the things that I taught, it provoked in you a desire to come and speak to me tonight. But you know what's going on? Let me explain to you what's happening here. Let me explain to you as I am making myself known and what you'll see happen over the next few years here. What is taking place? I'll break this down for you. Jesus was teaching and Jesus taught that what is happening here is the Holy Spirit is validating who I am. The Holy Spirit is putting his imprimatur on who I am as the Messiah and the Savior and the object of all faith that brings to men new life. How does the Holy Spirit do this? Jesus will teach this to us and reveal this to us. The Holy Spirit does in two ways. How does the Holy Spirit validate this reality? First, Jesus will teach that the Holy Spirit will so empower my life and so work through my life that my life will bear witness that I am the Messiah. The Holy Spirit will empower me and enable me to carry out such works and to say such truth and to speak it with such authority. This is the Holy Spirit working in me. Remember, when the Lord Jesus came to earth, he set aside his prerogatives to operate in his own divine power. As a man, he drew upon himself all the power that the Holy Spirit would give him. When he was baptized, what took place? Before he began his earthly ministry, he was anointed by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit descended upon him in order by his power and by his strength to carry out this validating witness that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. And from that point on, Jesus went out working miracles and speaking with great power and great authority and casting out demons. And this was all the validating presence of the Holy Spirit working through him. Lord Jesus is basically saying and explaining that what you see, what you see happening here is no trick. The reason you're impressed by these things and this is captivating you is because this is the Holy Spirit of God bearing witness to who I am. In fact, when the Lord Jesus inaugurated his ministry publicly, first he was baptized and the Spirit anointed him, and then his first message after that, he drew from Isaiah 61. And there he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, to recover the sight of the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And then the Lord Jesus closed the text, and he said, This day, at this moment, this prophecy is fulfilled in your sight. From that point on, Christ began a very public ministry of healing the sick and giving sight to the blind and teaching the gospel of the kingdom and promising freedom from sin and bondage to those who had turned to him and believe in him. And 
He did all this through the outpouring of the Spirit of God upon him. The Spirit of God was validating the person and the message and the mission of Christ to bring to us new life, to bring to us born-again life. On one occasion, the Lord Jesus, this actually happened on more than one occasion, he was casting out demons. Everywhere he went, the demons would present themselves and he'd cast them out with tremendous authority. And the Pharisees began to see that the people were beginning to believe that this was the Messiah. They were responding to the witness that the Spirit was giving. And the Pharisees began to propose a different theory altogether in order to draw the people back to themselves. And they said, look, at, he's doing this by the power of Satan. And the Lord Jesus answers and says to the people, Satan can't be against Satan. This isn't Satan's work. That's not what's happening here. If I am powerfully casting out demons everywhere I go by Satan's power, can I ask you a question? How are your sons feebly carrying on their work of exercising people from the power of demons? You've got this little tradition. You have this little effort. It's not very impressive. How are they doing it? If I'm powerfully and mightily and everywhere I go casting out demons? No. And then he says this in Matthew 28, 12, 28. He explains What's behind the bold witness of his power to cast out demons? What's behind this bold witness of his life before the nation of Israel? He says, but if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. This is the Spirit of God giving witness to who I am. Let me explain to you what's happening in this hour, in this moment, of what you're seeing. God's Spirit is validating that I am the Messiah, the one who brings the kingdom to all men. I'm the one, ultimately, who brings the regenerative life that you're hoping for. That national day of repentance, that national day of nationwide regeneration. It will come from me. and will come when you recognize what the Spirit is giving witness to of who I am. And right now, in this moment, that's what he's giving witness to. And let me tell you how forcefully he's giving witness to this. He's giving it so forcefully and he's putting it so forcefully before your life that your resistance to this truth, your propagating of this lie that I'm doing it by the power of Satan is putting you on the verge of blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. You're not rejecting me. Right now, you're stirring up all that you have within you to reproach and reject the very witness of God to your hearts and minds. That's what the Lord Jesus is saying. He knew what was happening in their lives. He knew that the Spirit of God was working mightily upon him. He knew that the Spirit of God was validating who he was before these individuals. And he knew, they, he knew what was in their heart. They were resisting it with all they had. They were turning away from it. They were reproaching it. And he's giving them a warning. You be careful. You are on, you're on shaky ground here. You're about ready to blaspheme against the Holy Spirit and turn away from these things. He's validating who I am. John Paul II, Pope John Paul II, actually explains what blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is in light of this. He says blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is a radical refusal to be converted. They were refusing to yield to the witness of the Spirit. But let me also explain to you, it wasn't simply that the Spirit was validating through what Christ was doing. That this was the one. At the same time that the Holy Spirit was working through Jesus Christ, Jesus knew the Holy Spirit was working through the people that were witnessing it. That he was sharing something of the reality that was going on. He was stirring up within them their own sense of need. In John chapter 16, verses 8 through 11, Jesus explains how the Holy Spirit is at work in every individual. In John chapter 16, verse 8, he says that the Spirit works to convict people of sin and righteousness and judgment. He's stirring up within them a recognition that they're sinners. 
He's stirring up within them a desire to be righteous and a recognition that they don't have the righteousness that they need to stand before a holy God. And in light of their sin and their failure to be as righteous as they long to be, and they know they're not, he also reminds them of judgment. They're facing judgment. But then in verses 9 through 11, the Lord Jesus explains how it is that the Spirit in the day of the Messiah is stirring up in the presence of Christ and the witness of Christ what it is that the Holy Spirit now says about these areas of conviction, conviction of sin and righteousness and judgment. The Lord Jesus is actually speaking of something that the Spirit is going to do through the witness of the church. But you have to understand that this is exactly what the Holy Spirit was doing as men became, came before the presence of Jesus Christ. As men were witnessing the life of Jesus Christ and the miracles that he was performing at this time when he's speaking to Nicodemus. He says, now they'll be convicted of sin because they don't believe in me. You know what that means? In the heart of these individuals as they're witnessing Jesus Christ and the Spirit is validating who Christ is, the Spirit of God is saying to them, this is the one, this is the one. And they're refusing to give in to it. They're giving up. And as a result, they feel all the more their sin, their rebellion against God, their resistance against the ways of God. And the Spirit of God is impressing that upon their hearts. And then he says, he'll convict you of righteousness because I go to the Father. Now listen, the Lord Jesus said that everything that he did, he did by the way of the Father. He did everything the Father did. He followed it. I and the Father are one. Everything I see my Father doing, that I do. The Lord Jesus saying, all of my works, everything that I do, everything that I say, everything that I'm living before you is evidence and proof that I am with the Father and the Father is with me. I am a living portrait of righteousness. Ultimately, it speaks of the moment when Jesus Christ dies and rises from the grave and he ascends into heaven, which is the final demonstration of his utter righteousness. Returning from the cross where he bore our sins, a triumph of his righteousness, ascending back in the presence of the Father. But all his life before them was a demonstration that he was with the Father, his complete and other righteousness, perfectly suited to be in God's presence. And you reject me, you're rejecting this also witness in your heart that you're not righteous and you need to be righteous and you see righteousness in me and you're refusing it. You're resisting this work of the Spirit in your own life. This great knowledge of your own sinfulness, this great impulse to be righteous and knowing that you're not righteous and here I am before you showing you where righteousness can be found. I'm portraying it before you and you're resisting the eternal witness of the Holy Spirit and then he says of judgment because the prince of this world has been judged. Now, ultimately, Satan was judged at the cross because there Christ revealed everything that was the heart of Satan, which was to bring death to God himself, to reveal what was the great plan of the Satan. But all through Christ's earthly ministry, he demonstrates that he has power to judge Satan. Every time he encounters this demonic realm, he's casting them out, showing that I know who you are and I have power over you and I'm differentiating between darkness and light and I have this power and it was a demonstration of judgment that was coming. And all these individuals who were resisting Christ's witness were saying, in a sense, we're, we're still on the dark side. We're not yielding to these things. And they felt judgment impending upon themselves as well. Interesting. Before the Lord Jesus and his witness, the Holy Spirit was reminding them of how sinful they were. <clears throat> Nothing like being in the light to find out how you don't, match up in your own sins. And they were also in the life of Jesus Christ seeing this perfect Holy One who was demonstrating His complete access to the Father and they knew they didn't have that access and they weren't righteous and that's why Nicodemus came to him that night. I've seen all your miracles and what is he really asking? How can I have my sin taken care of? How can I be right? How can I escape judgment? 
Jesus is breaking it all down and saying, Nicodemus, that's what's been going on. That's what the Holy Spirit is doing. He's convicting of sin and he's convicting of righteousness and he's convicting of judgment and he's particularly convicting you of that before me because he's validating through my life that I am the Messiah, I am the Savior, I am the one. Pretty powerful, isn't it? Pretty arrogant, isn't it? Unless it's true. Unless it's true. And I know what's going on in your heart. I know what goes on in the heart of every man and I know what the Spirit of God is doing in your heart. What's the application of all this? Don't turn away from Jesus. Every effort to turn away from that whisper in your ear that this is the one and this is the truth and this is the one to whom we have to do is a a rejection and it's a pushing back and it's a reproaching of the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. Don't turn away from Jesus. The Holy Spirit is leading you to him. The spirit of all creation, the one who brooded over the earth and brooded over all creation what was made is brooding over your life and he's calling you to himself. Don't turn away from his voice. He's calling you to Jesus. He's validating who he is. He's telling you, here's the one who's the answer to the deep needs in your life. Here's the one who's the answer to your sin that you know is there. Here's the one who answers to the righteousness that you long to have, but you know you haven't been able to perform in yourself. Here's the one who gives new life to you. Here's the one who will judge you one day, but here's the one who's come to bring you deliverance from judgment. Listen to the Holy Spirit and yield. But here's another one. Recognize, believers, that this is the power that has remained through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the church. If you'll yield to Him and you'll abandon your life to Him and let Him fill you, this power of the Holy Spirit is present now. He's working in you as you tell other people about the Lord Jesus to validate who Jesus is. This has been the Bread of Life, a ministry of Church Partnership Evangelism and the Bread of Life Church in Boise, Idaho. To learn more, go to traincpe.org or breadoflifeboise.org. Until the next time, may God bless you.